sportsgrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. Sportsgrid.com. They continue to do it. Comfort is shot blocked by Hedman. Score! up right side. Ronald is in and under, and the Braves have won 14 straight games. 8-2 to two is your final score. They finish up this series with the Nationals with 13 home runs, their longest win streak in nine years, and they have pulled to within four games of the New York Mets in a very exciting National League East race now. You're listening to Opposite Picks with Scott Wetzel on the Sports Grid Radio Network. And welcome to Opposite Picks on this Thursday, June 16th. I am Scott Wetzel sitting in for the next 60 minutes, taking your phone calls, 844-843-6879. Again, that's toll-free, 844-843-6879. You want to send a tweet, it is at Opposite Picks. That's O-P-P-O-S-I-T-E, Picks, P-I-C-C-K-S. Email me. Go to my website, OppositePicks.com. Hit the contact Scott icon and fire away. Well, the abs do draw first blood. Uh, will the blood run dry for the Celtics tonight? What a day for Boston fans. Uh, Brave streak continues. Two for the price of one. Otani at his best. Hinch versus Ross. Uh, Saint Star gives you the finger literally. And now uh, one more bozo on the Cleveland Browns. We get to all those stories, plus your phone calls, pyramid plays, open parlays, and of course opposite picks all coming up in the fastest hour in radio. Uh, ESPN there with the uh, game-winning goal for Barakovsky for Colorado. And then uh, Bally Sports uh, South with the uh, winning call for the Atlanta Braves, who do, in fact, win their 14th straight victory. Wow, how about that for the Atlanta Braves as they are now just four games behind the New York Mets for first place. The Mets losing last night to the Milwaukee Brewers. What's going on, LLs? Loyal listeners, how are you on this uh, Thursday? A little overcast sky here on Long Island. Uh, but it was shining brightly for Colorado fans last night. We'll start with the National Hockey League. We got the Game 6 uh, NBA Finals later on tonight. We'll get to that. Full slate of baseball yesterday and some uh, football notes plus all our picks obviously so uh, Colorado does draw first blood I told you so I told you so I told you so you know uh, Wetzel's just saying things he's being a goof and uh, he doesn't know hockey he can't spell NHL let alone bet up talking about there's no way Tampa is going to lose in five I'm telling you Colorado's winning the series in five and if Colorado was going to lose a game it would have been last night right and in the first two anyway I mean, after not playing for nine games and all the rust and everything else and then not knowing who's going to be in goal until a couple of days ago, one of the better defenders, Cadre, not playing. Uh, you know, if it was going to not happen, it would have been last night. And not only didn't it not happen, they came out flying as they jumped out to a 2 nothing lead. It was 2-1, to one, then it was 3-1. to one. Tampa Bay did score, scoring less than 30 seconds apart in the second period to tie it at three. It looked like we were going to get one of those great, like, eight, seven games, right? Uh, things settled down. We didn't get in any more 
score goals for the rest of the way until the overtime goal that you heard there. And Colorado walks away with a 4-3 win. They grab game number one. Now, you could say if you're an optimist for uh, Tampa Bay fans, and why not? Two-time defending Stanley Cup champs. They lost game one to Toronto. Obviously, they won that series. They lost games one and two to the Rangers. Obviously, they won that series as well. So I don't think there's any fret on this team. But it's not about fret. It's just about they're not as good. They're, they're just not as good. And, and what I tell you about Vasilevsky, I said he's human. He, he Stop making him up to me like he's a wall. You can't beat this guy. Toronto scored three goals basically every single game except one. Rangers scored three goals their first two times against them, and including five in game one. I mean, he is beatable. It's only goofy Florida that made him look like the greatest goaltender in the history of mankind. And I get it. He's good, obviously, the two-time champ. I'm not going to you know discredit him from that standpoint, but he's not unbeatable this year. He had a decent year. He was in basically the middle of the pack statistically-wise. You know, you want to say they poo-pooed the regular season? Okay, but then I gave you the Toronto numbers. Then I gave you the Ranger numbers at the beginning of the series. He is beatable, and he showed it first period. Three goals. I mean, it just, you know, then he settled down, and he made some fantastic saves. He really did. But, you know what? In the end, if you told Colorado you can get four goals off him, I think they'd sign up and say, where do I sign? Where do I sign? And I think they get four goals out of him or against him, I think they'll win most of their games. Uh, not all, because I got to tell you, hey, Kemper, he looked awful. What, 23 shots on goal. He gave up three goals. And, uh, you know, that was, as I was saying in in-game live last night, that was as precarious a 3-1 lead as you'll ever see. I mean, he, he looked uh, as bad as uh, Vasilevsky played in the first period. You know, he was almost as bad, even though he only gave up the one goal. Does not look steady. He really doesn't. So, but you know what? Doesn't matter. One down, three to go. And as I told you yesterday, if you bet this at plus four to one, four ten, you don't need Colorado to win in five. All you need Colorado to do is be leading three games to one. And then you could hedge and guarantee yourself some money. That's all. We just need three one. Four one would be nice, but you get it to three one. Game five will be back home. There'll be monster favorites. You can bet on Tampa Bay. You can hedge your bet, getting odds on Tampa Bay, and boom, you walk away a winner. That's our goal. Get this to 3-1 Toronto after four. And uh, first step is in the books with a nice little win last night, 4-3. to three. Uh, What, less than a minute and a half into the uh, the overtime period. I tell you, these overtime periods, if you don't score within the first, like, six, seven, maybe eight minutes, then you could be in there for a long time. But most of these overtimes... Uh, do end within the first five minutes of, of the extra session. They're a little bit more pumped up. They're a little more, you know, uh, they got more juice since they're coming after being uh, sitting in the uh, in the locker room for 15, 20 minutes. So, nice win, Colorado, four to three. And for us, cha-ching, cha-ching, as we gave out Colorado and the over uh, with our uh, premium players. All right, we'll check out the baseball score and then the scoreboard and then uh, NBA game six, do or die for the Celtics tonight. That's next, opposite picks, Sports Grid Radio. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Canada right. Hunter Renfro is underneath of it. He will make the catch. And Craig Council make it 564 career victories. He is atop the all-time wins list in Brewers manager's history. Ripped to left. Here comes Bo. And Vladdy and the Blue Jays have won it. 
You're listening to Opposite Picks with Scott Wetzel on the Sports Grid Radio Network. Back Opposite Picks right here on Sports Grid Radio, Sirius XM 159 and your local affiliate all around the nation. Taking some phone calls, 844-843-6879. Bally Sports Wisconsin there with the uh, Brewers win over the Mets. And then uh, Sportsnet with the call with the uh, Guerrero RBI single as the Jays, <coughs> shoot me, the Jays win 7-6 to six in 10 innings. And uh, I must say, <laughs> Excuse me. Uh, Toronto did it to us again. They did it to everybody. I tell you, just just killing us. Just absolutely killing all our parlays these last two days. Boy, I tell you what. You know, we say it all the time. When things that are supposed to happen, happen. You know, playing with the boys in Vegas, yeah, it's pretty easy. It really is. It, hey, listen, anybody can predict the Braves beat the Washington Nationals, right? I mean, problem is that you have to lay two to one, so you can't do that, so you got to put them in a parlay. So then you go to the next best bet. And yesterday, for me, it was Toronto because there's no way in the world after losing uh, outright to Baltimore, which has one of the worst road records in baseball, there's no way the Blue Jays, which has one of the best records in baseball, is going to lose two in a row to Baltimore, right? No way. So I get to work last night, and I see the Braves leading, uh, I think it was 8-2 to two at the time. I'm like, cha-ching, cha-ching. Okay, how, how are the uh, Blue Jays doing? They're up 6-1, to 6-2, to two, whatever it was. I'm like, oh, this is so easy. Uh, I should have doubled the bet. should have tripled the bet. Should've, I should have put the mortgage on it. There's just no way that's going to lose, right? But there was a little birdie in my brain that says, eh, it's early, Scott, and you know how things are in sports. Uh, you know, it's so rare for a team to go wire to wire. Somehow, some way, something was going to screw up. And yeah, it was the Blue Jays bullpen that did us in as they give up not one, not two, but three runs to the god awful biggest waste of human flesh in baseball uniforms east of the Mississippi on the road, Baltimore Orioles in the eighth inning. 6-3 lead is now 6-6. Six six. They go to extra innings, and you heard uh, they do win it. They had a 6-2 lead entering the seventh inning. All we have to do is just win by two runs. We had two runs to give. In fact, we had three runs to give. Uh, well, two runs to give, really, because it was 6-2. Uh, so we had two runs to give. We needed to win 6-4, to four, and they don't. They win 7-6, and it ruins all the parlays. Second straight day, this dopey team. Uh, I, I'm swearing off teams from Canada. Uh, you just can't bet them again. I just, you just you just can't. Whether it's the Raptors, whether it's the Maple Leafs, whether it's the Blue Jays, uh, just a killer. Just an absolute killer last night. Uh, Milwaukee did win. They beat the Mets. So the Mets lead is now down 2-4. As great a start as the Mets have had this regular season so far. Boy, the fact that they only have a four-game lead is the Atlanta Braves are never going to lose ever again. Uh, once four games under 500, and now 10 games over 500. Wow. How, how about that? Uh, two for the price of one as he had uh, not one but two Texas Ranger pitchers throwing perfect innings yesterday. Um, as they struck out three guys on nine pitches. One, two, three, one, two, three, one, two, three. It's the first time it's ever happened two times in one game. How about the Tigers? They lose 13 to nothing to the White Sox. Gosh, are they just awful. I mean, just awful. They are the leaders. Them and Washington, they have the most two-run losses when you think about how many losses they've had overall. I'll give you the numbers here. Uh, they have had 38 losses. I mean, think about this. 32 
of their 38 losses have come by two runs or more. And three of those came by identical 3-2-3-2-3-2 scores to the Houston Astros in one series. If you could throw that out, which I know is hard to do, you can't do it, but I'm just saying, outside of that one series, they would only have three one-losses, or one-run losses. Everything else has been two runs or more. Same thing with Washington. 42 losses, 36 by two runs or more. Only six one-run losses all year. So what? Loss is a loss. No, not in baseball. Not when you can lay the run and a half. And that's what you do with these teams that are so awful. Because who wants to lay 210, 222, 30? Now, we got burned last night with Baltimore. Uh, but, you know, for the most part, if you just stick to these god-awful teams, I'll give you the three worst. Washington, six losses by one run, 36 by two. Detroit, six losses by one run, 32 by two runs or more. And Kansas City, 41 losses, six by one run, 35 by two runs or more. That really is amazing. So there is a combined 42, 38, that's 80, 90, 100, 110, 121 losses for those three teams combined. 121, 18 have been by one run. All the others, over 100 by two runs or more. Amazing. Keep playing them. Uh, Cubbies get blitzed yesterday. Oh, good God, are the Cubs awful. They have given up 100 runs in their last, like, nine games now. I mean, they are just atrocious. 19 runs. I got to do my math with the 19 thrown into the equation. 19 uh, to 5 yesterday. Losing game three. It's somehow or another the boys in Vegas had them as a favorite. I mean, I don't know how in the world you're playing the best road team in baseball. Yeah, Padres have the best road record, 23 and 11. Cubs had lost eight in a row heading into last night, uh, you know, including two in a row to the same Padres. And somehow or another, the boys in Vegas made this uh, Chicago, the Cubs, a favorite. 19, here are their run totals they've given up the last four games, even the last five, I'll go. 19, 12, 4, 18, 8. Their last five games, they've given up 31, 35, 45, 53, 61 runs in their last five games. That's over 10 runs. Oh, my goodness. And this is not a good sign. And I root for him because he's a former Red Sox catcher, David Ross, their manager. You know, when asked uh, after the game last night about the the, the bad uh, Cubs bullpen and what can you do about it, he said, I don't know. Uh, brother, uh, I, I hate to tell you, uh, but you know what? Don't ever tell the media you don't know. No, I, I make something up, lie, fib, say you, you couldn't hear them, change the question, ignore the question, you know, just talk about the weather, talk about politics, talk about uh, Brittany Griner still being rotting away in a, in a, in a you know, uh, your Russian jail. Do whatever, <laughs> but don't tell the media I don't know. Three words you never utter if you're a manager or head coach. I don't know. Because that means it's like, well, you know, it's your job to know. Uh, you, you know, you may be honest about it and your assessment may be dead on, but there are certain times when you shouldn't be honest with the media, and that's one of them. Don't tell the world you don't know because uh, you'll soon be out the door because they'll find someone who does know, who does know how to play the game, even if they're they're lying about it. So Cubs lose last night. Otani, I tell you what, 
it's hard not to like this dude. Now, he's playing for the Angels, and his teammate is Mike Trout, so that's reason enough not to like him. I will tell you that, but I don't got a bone to pick with him. Uh, I think he's a little overrated. Um, you know, I, I think we went a little gaga over what he was able to do last year, but I do give him credit, and here is Otani at his best. Ninth inning last night. Dodgers' Tyler Anderson's going for a no-hitter, kind of like uh, Miles Michaelis at St. Louis two nights ago. One out in the ninth inning. Otani steps to the plate. Angels still looking for their first hit. He gets a triple, breaks up the no-hitter. All right, so what, Scott? Everybody does that. That's yesterday. Today, or actually last night, I'll say, after the game, hops on a plane, doesn't fly to the city that they're playing next, as most starting pitchers do, hops on the plane, flies to Seattle, and will be pitching tonight. One night, he's breaking up a no-hitter in the ninth. The next night, he's pitching for the LA Angels. That is Shohei Otani at his finest. This guy's going to be on a free agent market after next year. He is going to make a gazillion dollars. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Tyler Anderson to Shohei Otani. That's a line drive to right. Bats won't get there. And Otani breaks up the no-hitter with one out in the ninth inning. He does it with a triple. Eight and a third no-hit innings for Tyler Anderson. Otani breaks it up. What a performance from that man right there. Game of his life. No, it's not. It's not. I don't. I don't. I don't have any answers. If, it, if I did have, you know, I'd call a different number down there. But uh, just right now, sometimes, um, you know, teams go through different areas that are are playing well and struggling. And then, you know, like you said, the bullpen's done a really nice job up the last few days, and um, they'll get it on track. It's a veteran group, but uh, right now, I don't have any answers. You're listening to Opposite Picks with Scott Wetzel on the Sports Grid Radio Network. And there you go. Opposite Picks right here, Sports Grid Radio, Sportsnet LA with the Otani hit. And then uh, David Ross there uh, answering the question about the bullpen, uh, which is getting uh, 19 runs and 18 runs. Uh, we say 60 runs in, in the last five games. And again, you don't say you don't have the answer. You just uh, you just don't do it. All right, 844-843-6879. We'll hit the phones here in a sec. Let me just throw out the U.S. Open is underway. And it is early. Real, real, real early, right? Uh, most of the guys haven't even teed off, but I will tell you 78 have and the cut line right now tied for 60th place is four over par. So take it for what it's worth. You know, we're about to, like I said, more than half the field is yet to tee off. The leaders are so far. We only have uh, 15 players under par. Got a bunch more at par, but 15 under par so far. Stuart Hagstead, an amateur, is leading at minus three through 11 holes today. Uh, Morikawa is up there at minus two. McElroy's up there at minus two. Uh, Neiman's up there at minus two. <clears throat> Rom's at minus one. Uh, let's scroll down. Adam Scott's even. Max Homa's even. And that's about it for the big names. Uh, Cantlay's plus one. Burger's plus one. 
all the others would be uh, over par. So, but early on, Spieth is a plus one as, as well. Uh, all these guys still playing uh, either the back nine or late uh, front nine. So we'll keep you posted. But uh, they are underway up in uh, Brookline. Think about this if you're a Boston fan. We brought this up on the podcast. One of the guys mentioned this, Charlie. Shout out to Charlie. Good job. If you're a Boston or area fan, you could be getting, you got really a couple of options, but you could be getting up early. <clears throat> heading over to Brookline, which is about a half hour or so away, I'm told. Go watch the U.S. Open. How cool is that, right? You ever been to the U.S. Open? I, I've been to a couple. Uh, been to a few events, and then the U.S. Open was out here in, uh, in Bethpage here in Long Island. So uh, it, it's kind of cool seeing these guys hit all these great shots. It really is, right? So you could do that for a few hours. Fenway, your Red Sox play Oakland afternoon game, getaway day. Could go watch, uh, you know, a few innings of baseball. Then you could <clears throat> head back to the golf, uh, catch a few more holes if you wanted to, or uh, you hop on your tricycle and, uh, you know, ride into downtown and then go watch the Celtics at home play the uh, Golden State Warriors. So U.S. Open, Red Sox baseball, NBA Finals Game 6. Now, that uh, would be a sports ticket. You know, that that would be a bucket list of a pretty cool thing to do all in one day, uh, obviously. So, 844-843-6879. Uh, to the phones we go before we get to those NBA Finals. Uh, Johnny in Manhattan. John, welcome to uh, Opposite Picks. Hey, Scott. How's it going? Good, John. How are you? Scott, you said you're not going to bet on Canadian teams anymore, so uh, I guess you're not going to have any action on the Canadian Football League, huh? No, I got the WNBA. I'll, I'll just assume that WNBA over Canadian Football League. Although it's a, it's a, it's an American sport. Although so is baseball, but we might give them a pass. We might get desperate. You know, when football or when uh, when basketball and hockey are done, we might have to rethink our uh, our plans. But for now, no more. I'm swearing off Toronto. No more Blue Jays. Only 12 weeks from today till the NFL uh, resumes, Scott. I'm pretty excited. You, how about you? Um, you know I am and I'm not. I, I enjoy the off time. I mentioned this before, John. I, I do. I enjoy the the, the downtime uh, of these seasons. The seasons are so long. Although the NFL season is the shortest <clears throat> out of the three out of the four major sports, the NFL is is the shortest. But uh, it, it is such a long grind, and it's such you know up, down, up, down. You know, with the Sunday games and everything. I, I you know, I don't miss it. You know, uh, when we get into when football, when hockey is over, excuse me, when uh, basketball is over, uh, you know, a week or two later, then then I'll start getting the Joneses for football. But I'm okay without the NFL right now. Scott, you had me uh, thinking about Otani, and I was looking at the Angels' schedule. So the Angels are in the same division as um, Houston, who they've played home in a way already. Uh, we know they're in the same division as Oakland, who they've played home in a way already. They're in the same division as Texas, who they've played in three series already, uh, two on the road and one at home. Do you know that uh, Anaheim, the Angels have not played Seattle yet, not even once, and they've played Texas uh, in three series. That's crazy. Um, Scott, if you're the Red Sox, do you unload for Otani? Uh, if, do you think he's headed for a small market so that we can get some fannies in the seats, or do you think that the rich get richer and he you know, goes to a big market team, God forbid, the Dodgers? I'll hang up and listen. Thanks, Scott. 
All right, John. You know, what's odd about that, I will tell you, is that they play uh, Seattle at home and home coming up. Uh, in fact, their next series is Seattle. They play five, a, a weird five-game series without a doubleheader thrown in there, Thursday through Sunday. They got a series at Kansas versus Kansas City, and then they got another series against Seattle. So uh, that'll soon be wiped off the board, eight games. You know, you think about it, you know, the Angels have had this dude for, what, five years, six years? One, two, three, four, five. His fifth year in the league. They got him uh, arbitration eligible next year. So, and what are you going to do about that? What, what is an arbitrary? What, what are you going to ask for? I mean, you have nothing to base it on. Uh, well, you know, the uh, the Yankees paid, uh, you know, or the Red Sox, really, because I don't think the Yankees used him as a pitcher. I think when, once he went to New York, he, he stopped pitching. But, uh, you know, Red Sox, uh, you know, used Babe Ruth as a pitcher and a little bit of a hitter. So, I, uh, how much did they pay him that? I mean, what are you basing on how valuable this guy is, right? When you go to the arbitrator, the judge who's supposed to analyze you and compare you with other players, who, who are you comparing him to? So anyway, they've had him for five years. They're going to have him for maybe six years, and they're not even going to sniff a playoff appearance. They're, they're going to have him and supposedly the greatest human being of all mankind, Mike Trout, for five, six years, and they're not even going to sniff a playoff appearance. That's where is he going to go? I, I, I brought this up last night on in-game live, and it's something to consider, Stanky fans. Would you rather have Shohei or Aaron Judge? Because you could make the trade for the Angels, uh, or he could just go through arbitration, and then you know you'd have to wait a year to sign him, and then you let Judge walk, or you just as you like I'm saying, if you're the uh, Stankies and you're going to make that decision, we're not going to pay Judge. We're going to save our money for Otani. Then you just you know you call up the Angels and you say, listen, you're not re-signing him, so here, here you go. Let's make a deal, get something for him. Otherwise, he's going to walk, and you're going to pay him you know forty forty million dollars. So if you had your choice, Stanky fans, Judge or Otani, it might be a consideration. They might be thinking about that. Dom in East Rochester. Dom, welcome to uh, Opposite Picks. Hey, buddy. Well, I didn't call about that. I called about gambling, but I can answer that question for you at least. And who better to answer it than, than me? Uh, right. First of all, Otani's young. Otani's young, right? Yeah. A couple of years. Not much. He's 27. What's Judge, like 29, 30? Oh, no. I think Judge is, I don't know. Yeah, maybe 29, 28, 29. And, um, uh, and Otani Bass. 30. Yes. Yeah, Judge just turned 30, I think. Yeah. Just turned, yeah, in Otani April. Otani yeah. Bass left? Yeah, he's a lefty. Otani Bass left? Yeah. Well, I, I would take Otani just because he bats left. Maybe not as injury prone. He's not pitching. You can take that right off of the table. He's not pitching, especially not pitching for the Yankees. That's Babe Ruth territory, and nobody's touching it in New York. End of story on that. But here's the thing, Scotty. It's irrelevant, but it's not going to happen because he's not going to come off of the West Coast. And it's that simple. And one of the reasons he's not coming off of the West Coast is he's not going to be able to handle uh, the East Coast press. And he knew that from day one, and that's why he didn't come here. And I'm very serious about that because, you know, the Yankees wanted him very badly. So, anyway, you know, that's it. And you know something, Scotty? 
maybe you'll agree. He's not a great baseball player. Listen, he he hasn't had a year like judges having right now. He hasn't had a year like judges rookie year. Right. For nothing else. Now, but you know, Judge has trouble staying healthy. He's so damn big. Yeah. Well, anyway, he's uh, in a lot of ways. He's in, in a lot of ways. I'll say that in a lot of ways, he's a poor man's Mike Trout. And in that, at least Trout, you know, has good numbers. Otani, outside of last year when he had 46 homers, 100 RBIs, but only hit 257. That's really it. You know, he's a 264 lifetime hitter. He's been hurt quite a bit. So you know, his highest batting average is 286. So uh, I think we lost you. Now we got to hit a break. But um, yeah, otherwise, yeah, his numbers are not like, you know, 22 homers, 61 RBIs, 265 or 285. You know, 1862 and 286. You know, it's, it's only the monster year last year. So you're paying a premium for all the stuff around him. Be curious. All right, opposite picks, more phone calls in our NBA plays coming up next right here. Opposite picks, Sports Good Radio. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. LLs know what that music means. Time to take out those padded pencils, get set for the fastest, but more importantly, most profitable five minutes in radio, opposite picks. What are opposite picks your newbies ask? Well, we give you seven games, seven games, sorry, uh, 7,000 reasons why we like one team, uh, and then we go opposite. Why? Because despite all the stats, trends, hunches, systems, injury reports, weather reports, and everything else, nobody but nobody beats the boys in Vegas. Uh, a little three and four yesterday, so uh, we are now at 228 up and 268 down. We continue to find uh, more depths to our uh, despair here. So we need to uh, turn things around. We're going to start in the NBA where we're going to grab Boston uh, lane to three and a half versus Golden State game six NBA finals. Uh, first five games dead on. We had given out five winners. In no sense jumping off our pre-series prediction of Golden State in seven. I told you Boston would find a way to win one of the first two. I told you Golden State would find a way to win one of the next two. I told you Golden State would win game five. It's all come to perfection. I thought uh, Boston would win game six to force the game seven. So again, you know, why jump off the bandwagon? And it is difficult beating a good team three times in a row, which is what you're asking Golden State to do here since they won games four and five. I don't think Boston's going to allow that to happen. Heck, they haven't lost two in a row in the eons, let alone three in a row. Love, 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 love Boston here laying three and a half. Uh, give me Golden State, uh, plus the three and a half. Pick number two, uh, San Diego minus 170 at the Cubs. Well, we talked about it. Why would anybody put American money on the pathetic Cubs? I mean, they've lost now, what, nine in a row? Padres red hot. They've won nine of 12. They get the best road record in baseball. Uh, they scored 19 runs last night. I mean, it is just too easy here. Love San Diego. Uh, give me the Cubs plus the 150. 
Uh, Toronto laying a run and a half against Baltimore. All right, I broke my rule already. It, it took about 10 minutes. Uh, one more time, one more stinking time on this Toronto team who killed our parlay last night, winning by only one. Orioles still have the worst road record in baseball, 12-21. and 21. Jays have one of the best home records in baseball, 20-11. You know what? One more crack at it. Getaway day as well. Love Toronto here to respond and finally win one of these games, you know, like 7-2. to uh, give me Baltimore plus the one and a half. Pick number four, Philadelphia minus 180 at Washington. You know, talk about teams headed in the opposite direction. Phillies have won 10 of 11. Uh, check that. Now 11 of 12 after yesterday's another miracle win. Boy, they're pulling more wins out of their you-know-what uh, with a three-run homer yesterday to beat uh, uh, Miami. Uh, the Nationals, meanwhile, continue to lose. They've lost 11 of 16. They have the second-fewest home wins in baseball, so don't think being at home is going to help their cause. They're a joke. Well, you have to continue to play Philadelphia here. Yeah, give me Washington plus the 160. Pick number five, Tampa Bay, plus one and a half runs at New York. Four-game series wraps up in the Bronx today. New York took the first three. Boy, is Tampa Bay, and we've been on Tampa Bay all three. I was wrong about this series. I thought for sure they would get at least a split. We were getting monster odds in all the games. Uh, I just, I can't believe Tampa Bay is going to get swept in New York. Love Tampa Bay getting a run and a half, no less. Uh, give it to Yankees, minus the one and a half runs. Pick number six, Mets laying a buck 30 only against Milwaukee. You know, much like Philadelphia and Washington, you got teams headed in the opposite direction. Yes, Milwaukee did win yesterday, but that's only their third win in 14 games. Mets have the best record in the National League. You know, percentage points are tied basically with the L.A. Dodgers. Mets are straight home. Brewers are scuffling. I mean, why wouldn't you bet the Mets here, right? Eh, give me the Brewers plus the 110. Pick number seven, Seattle even against the L.A. Angels. Uh, the struggles for the hapless Angels continue. They have now lost 18 of their last 20 games, nearly getting no hit last night. Only an Otani triple in the ninth inning prevented that. The new manager hasn't changed things. They're two and six under him. Seattle stinks this year, but they did win 90 games last year, and they should have enough to keep L.A. really good. I'm getting them at even at home against the team that's lost 18 of 20? Are you kidding me? Love Seattle. Uh, give me the uh, Angels. Uh, minus the uh, 120. Opposite picks uh, for a Thursday, the 16th. NBA will start. Golden State getting three and a half. Cubbies plus 150 against San Diego. Orioles plus a run and a half against Toronto. The god-awful Nationals plus 160 against the Red Hot Phillies. Uh, the Stankies minus one and a half runs against uh, Tampa Bay, which is in the process of getting swept in four. Brewers getting 110 uh, against the Mets and the Angels with Otani on the hill minus 120 against the Seattle Mariners. Opposite picks for a Thursday, June 16th. Good luck, folks. All right, as always, we'll post those uh, on the website and uh, check out all the other little stats and, and stuff that we give you. And don't forget, if you want to listen to the show all over again, we'll to, uh, gather all the notes that we give you. Uh, or if you just happen to miss a show, shame on you. But it is always up on Spotify, Apple, all the other places that you go check out your uh, favorite podcast. Just punch in uh, either Scott Wetzel or uh, Opposite Picks, and uh, the show should come up, all the previous shows. So check them out if you will. All right, let's uh, go to our uh, pyramid place here. Yesterday, let's recap first. Uh, it was a beautiful recap. Uh, 
NBA, no games yesterday. NHL, best play, Colorado, minus the 150. Cha-ching, cha-ching. Uh, best prop, uh, Palat, uh, over one and a half shots on goal, minus 160. Little juicy, but he had three, so we won that one. Cha-ching. Best baseball play, we gave you Atlanta. Cha-ching. We said if you're only going to play one, we said play Atlanta. Cha-ching, easy winner on the Braves. So we are now NBA 30 and 28. Not too bad. Props 25 and 30. Still a little under 500 there. Uh, hockey were plus 310. Hockey props were $1,030 with the winners last night if you're a $100 player. Baseball were 29 and 14. Good for plus 1,430. And then if you play only one, we are 45 and 23, good for 1,567 bucks if you are a $100 player. Not bad. Shots on goal last night. Uh, you've been calling for it. Yours truly, Mr. Vegas delivered. Alex Kalorn, winner. Anthony Sorelli, winner. Palat, winner. McKinnon, winner. Nushkinen, winner. McCarr, loser. Fudge. And we had to lay 180 on him. But 5-1, and one, we went, uh, you know, if, if you're a $100 player again, that's a plus 320 bucks. Cha-ching, cha-ching. Uh, I'm going to miss the NHL when this is over with these shots on goal. I really will. So tonight, where are we going, Scott? All right, enough bragging about what we did before. We got more bills today. Uh, NBA, I like the Celtics. I, I, I just do. Um, I'm not going to hop off, uh, as I said, in opposite picks. I had the series going seven. It's going the way I expected it to go. Uh, that fourth quarter was very, very, very disappointing. Watching the Celtics just lay a complete egg, so it's tough to put American money on them. But it really goes back to I just don't think Golden State's going to be able to beat Boston three straight. And you can throw out Golden State and you can throw out Boston. It's tough beating a team three times in a row. It really is. And that's what you're asking Golden State to do tonight. I, I'd be very, very disappointed in Boston. At home, no less. They know they can win on a road. They won in a road in game one. So it's not like they fear, eh, what's the point of winning game six? We're only going to get our ass kicked in game seven. And that's not the case here. They know they can win. So uh, you're going to get an honest effort out of Boston. And I think that's going to get the job done. Best prop you know i i want to take him again but uh and he maybe came through it for us depending on what number you got remember it was either 26 and a half or 27 and a half i look for guys who played poorly the game before and this is a little bit of a hedge i think but you know who stunk out the joint in game five steph curry so boys in vegas they're they're not dumb to this they put his number at 28 and a half. They're really challenging you because they know we're going over Steph Curry. And I'm not going to let them scare me off. He, he was awful game four or game five, went 0 for 9 from three-point land. There's no way this cat is going to do that again, right? Especially in a game that's an elimination game that, you know, he's got to do a decent number here if he wants to win that MVP, and we all know he does. So uh, over 28 and a half points, Steph Curry. Maybe he gets 30-31 and somehow Boston finds a way to win. No hockey, um, so we can't go there. Baseball. You know, I'm going to break a rule, and that is uh, playing midweek day games. But, boy, this Cubs team has been just so bad. So they've lost nine in a row, 19 runs, 18 runs the other day. So we're going to go with San Diego laying a buck 70. Uh, you got Joe Musgrove on the hill. He's been unbeatable this year, undefeated with 7-0, ERA under two. 
Give me the Padres minus the 170 at Chicago. It's an afternoon game. If you're only going to play one because that's an afternoon game, we won't go there. I think the Celtics laying three and a half is your best bet of the day. Um, I could see maybe Steph laying an egg because they're losing, so he doesn't get his 29 points. Getaway day, afternoon baseball, you never know what the win, so I could see maybe maybe the Cubs winning. But I, I would be most surprised something doesn't happen is generally how I use our play of the day. So Celtics uh, minus the three and a half. I would be really surprised if they didn't find a way to win. I, I really would. Not, not the, you know, shocked, but... Definitely surprised. All right, baseball plays. Uh, we went one and two yesterday with Atlanta, Toronto, Detroit. So we're 72 up, 107 down, minus 1,500 for a $100 player. Today we're going to go with uh, San Diego laying a run and a half against the Cubs. Toronto laying a run and a half versus Baltimore. Yep, we're breaking that uh, anti-Canadian rule again. Uh, we're grabbing Philadelphia minus one and a half runs at uh, Washington. Patrick Corbin on, is on the hill for the Nats. He just blows. And uh, we'll take Seattle plus 110 against the LA Angels or even, depending on where you do your shopping. Angels lost, what, 18 of 20? And, and they're going to be road favorites, even with Otani on the hill. I'll take my chances. Give, give me Seattle at, uh, at, at even. Our lay the runs parlay, a new parlay that we've started. We uh, won with the Twins. We lost with the Stankies, lost with Toronto. So we wiped that one off the board. No good. All right. So we're 0-2 now for uh, minus 20 bucks. Uh, not a big schedule today, so we don't have the ideal team. So let's just find some winners. We're going to take the Mets laying a run and a half at plus 155. We'll take Texas uh, laying a run and a half at Detroit. Uh, manager A.J. Hinch there ripping the club. Uh, I don't think that necessarily works. Works in college, but not in the pros. So we'll take Texas laying a run and a half. And then we'll take uh, San Diego laying a run and a half minus 115 at the Cubbies. So for 10 bucks, if that hits, uh, we win uh, $91. Not too bad. Our open parlay, we'll give you the loser first. Toronto laid a run and a half. We got greedy. Scratch that one off the board. Uh, lost number 35. Uh, we did win with the other one, though. With Philadelphia or with Atlanta uh, minus the 195, we should have had it reversed. We should have had Atlanta lay in the one and a half runs and Toronto uh, on the money line, but of course we had it backwards. Still, we picked up 52 bucks, uh, 100 hour bet on Atlanta at minus 195. So now we have that winnings 52 and the original 100. So we got 152 dollars. We're gonna put that on Philadelphia tonight. Zach Wheeler on a hill against Corbin. Nats stink. Philly's been red hot. Um, you know, playing yesterday afternoon gives them plenty of time to get to washington so minus 198 are the phillies so that's 152 dollars at minus 198 to win 77 and that'll be our only open parlay we'll, we'll skip on the uh, the underdog open parlay uh, let, let's concentrate on just this one so let's go phillies they've won 10 of 11 washington stinks i mean there's no way they can beat philadelphia right even at, even at home i would think not all right, quick little break, and we'll wrap up shot. Boy, we flew by today for sure with a couple of other notes and thoughts, uh, including the NFL Cleveland Browns. What a mope. What a Browns. What a dopey team. That's next. Ops picks. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. You're listening to Opposite Picks with Scott Wetzel on the Sports Grid Radio Network. 
All right, welcome back. Opposite picks. A couple of stories here that we didn't have time to delve into too much. Uh, from the world has gone bonkers department. Uh, we need to have one of these every single day. A uh, place I used to actually play uh, Little League Baseball, Branchburg, New Jersey. It was one of the teams in our uh, conference. Uh, a manager decided that he wasn't happy with the uh, umpire. I'm guessing the home plate umpire, who happened to be, oh, by the way, 72. Uh, and uh, the 30-plus-year-old uh, coach decided to punch the umpire in the face, broke his jaw, extensive dental surgery. Uh, for a 13 and under baseball game, people are just nuts. People, people are just bonkers. I, I mean, really, really, little old Branchburg, which is up in the woods, northwest New Jersey. Good gravy. I uh, should have just given him the finger like uh, Marcus Davenport did to the Saints. Told the media yesterday he actually had the top portion of his left pinky amputated. Kind of like, uh, who was the uh, the player that did that? Um, I'm seeing him, the old 49er, a great defensive back, one of the best of all time. I'm looking at him, I can't picture his name. Uh, how about goofy Miles Garrett? Yeah, Ronnie Lott, there you go. Uh, Miles Garrett, welcome into the Pro Football Hall of Fame. Says, I don't want to go in there. Uh, I'm only going to go in there until I have my face in there. Uh, Miles, I hate to break it to you, brother, but you're not a Hall of Fame player, all right? And, and please, how stupid is that? What, you, you, you're not going to go into the Pro Football Hall of Fame because, wait, it's going to jinx you? Really? No, being on the Browns is jinx enough. How about the Washington uh, quarterback, Tyler Heineke, when asked about his uh, ability to win the starting quarterback job, uh, he said, uh, listen, when you're paying somebody $30 million, Carson Wentz, and you're paying someone $2 million, me, uh, paying the guy $30 million is more than likely going to play. So sad but true, Taylor. Sad but true. All right, let's go Celtics tonight. Uh, we're going to play Celtics laying the three and a half, and we're going to play over 28 and a half. Steph Curry as our main props play. Enjoy the game. We'll be here tomorrow to talk about it. Enjoy all the fun, Boston fans. What a nice triumphant you can be doing today for sure. Uh, Pro football full circle is coming up next right here on Sports Grid Radio.